2: The Jane Carroll Show is live Mondays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, and available anytime on your favorite apps and at at thejanecarrollshow.com. These
3: conservatives,
2: these Republicans, right, 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 right about now. Conservatives, conservatives, patriots, and great Americans talking about the issues that really matter. This is the Conservative Council on The Jane Carroll Show.
3: Good evening, everybody. It is the first Conservative Council after the 4th of July. The celebration, according to Colin Kaepernick, of white supremacy in American history. Anybody that celebrates it is also a white supremacist. We've got a great group tonight, a fine panel of distinguished uh, patriots and scholars. Uh, We're joined, first of all, by... uh, Brian Dirks, who, by the way, we have to give kudos to Brian in his prediction Uh, a couple of weeks ago. He said that Susan Rice was going to be on the top tier of uh, Joe Biden's vice presidential selection list. And it looks like he may may maybe that may be an accurate prediction. Welcome, Brian. I am still sticking with that. Oh, I think it's a good one. Uh, We thought at the time, but but none of the rest of us thought of it. So you get kudos. You get kudos for that one. All right, and also uh, the day after his birthday, he's with us. He's uh, he, he with us. Uh, uh, another great patriot, our our man of uh, great knowledge and history and political perspective. One of the original Tea Party people in Oregon, that would be of course, Aaron Stevens. Happy birthday, Aaron. Well, thank you
2: very much, Jane. I'm so very glad to be here. And uh, happy birthday to uh, America. Also, I always, uh, I, you know, the Fourth of July has always been my, my holiday because it's so close to my birthday. And uh, I celebrated, uh, you know, like like every, you know, red, white and blue Americans should have. And uh, Col- uh, Colin Kaepernick be damned.
3: The operative word is red, white, and blue American. Yeah, so, all right, and also with us again is the man of the people uh, who gets out there and puts his finger on the pulse of what the real people are thinking <laughs> and shares it with us uh, on uh, on the air and off. That would be uh, Skip, the man of the people. Welcome, Skip.
1: How you doing, Jane? You know, I didn't shave today because I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And last, but certainly not least, least, the man from the East Coast, the citizen journalist extraordinaire, the man who breaks more stories than uh, most journalists in America. His name is Dan Sandini, and he's here tonight to tell us what he thinks about the the major stories in the news. Hi, Dan.
4: Hi, how are you doing, Jane? And I've got a story that no one else has that I'll give at the end of the show tonight.
3: All uh, right. So everybody, it's worth hanging around to hear Dan's stories because they're always chattering. Uh, all right. We're going to get right into the show. Uh, I am in the midst of reading the New York Times uh, excerpt of Niece Mary, uh, Niece Mary of President Trump. She's written this tell all book. And from what I can tell, She's just the black sheep of the family, nobody likes her nobody wanted her. her own brother doesn't talk to her parents didn't like her uh she's she's saying that uh, uh Trump's father abused him. i think that makes her more sympathetic if that's the case right. and uh she 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 sounds like a pretty despicable person i I thought this book might be more i don't know salacious
2: yeah there's not a lot in there Jane in terms that I've heard so far now, I haven't read the book I, I know that there's excerpts that that, that are out um it's, it hasn't actually been released yet although the leaked copies you know well if you had a nickel for everything that was leaked but um yeah you know it's a, you know you'd think they should have a little bit more dirt or something I mean everything with Donald Trump is baked into the cake you know we realized you know where he was when he was in his forties reason he was in his fifties and sixties and you've seen this man develop over time into into the man that he is now and and history's full of these types of men that were we're one man at 35 and a different man at 65 and we we've seen Donald Trump become just that person. So, you know, great. She, she doesn't get the uh, the inheritance. And so she's, she's disgruntled, you know, th- this book, this information that she has, now, this person is, is a, you know, everything, many things is going to help that she's a she's a psychologist Um, that somehow this is, you know, she's able to somehow diagnose, you know, Donald Trump as a narcissist. We all know he's a narcissist. OK, I mean, which is fine because a lot of great narcissists name, are the name
3: president uh, that hasn't been.
2: Right, right. I mean, you, you have to have that mindset to be either the rock star or the general or a president or whatever you have to be able to lead, you know, and sometimes you have to have that personality quotient to be able to say, look, you need to follow me, you know, into the fire. And, you know, and and sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but, but many, many leaders have that component. But, but besides that, okay, great. You, like you said, he's a more sympathetic character. It's like, okay, well he was, he was abused as a kid or, okay. Or, you know, fine. But you know, she doesn't really have a lot of credibility. How many books have dropped and this dropped before? This is a timing thing. Okay, why didn't this great revelation come out in 2016? I mean, when he, we were all trying to find out, you know, why he was a a Russian spy? Why didn't we know all these things at different times? So, you know, all right, well, I just don't put a lot of credibility in her. You know, he's he's got really thick armor. His people are in his camp. We've got a lot more going on in the universe, whether or not, it, you know, you're into the, the, the spike with COVID or not, or how your 401k is doing. Uh, you know, Black Lives Matter burning down buildings, you know, in, across this country. Yeah, her book is going to be a flash in the pan like everything else. It, it's really nothing. I doubt that it sells that much. Now, of course, you'll find some some person somewhere is going to buy 100,000 copies. And that way the numbers are already sold
3: 800,000 copies.
2: Yeah, okay, sure. You know, all right, sounds good. Okay, you know, so, I mean,
3: uh, I don't imagine uh, the rest of you hadn't had a chance to go through this, but I just, I was expecting this to be more the way it was hyped that it was going to be more about how disgusting people they are, what the a debauched lifestyle they lived. Because uh, she talked, She the threat was she's going to expose the children, uh, Ivanka, you know, some child beaters. So I don't know what she was going to do. This seems like everybody has a Mary Trump in their family. Uh, somebody that doesn't you know, is bitter and and is trying to cash in on it and and, and is and has done that her entire life and that's why she's nobody in the family talks to her. Even her own brother. So let's let's move on to topic number one. And the question is, are we in the midst of a real civil war? We certainly are a divided country. Seems like President Trump is um out there on the front lines. Often it seems out out there Alone, does he go far enough, or does he go too far on occasions? What did you think of the Fourth of July speech, uh, including the, the speech the night before at Mount Rushmore? Uh, the media and Democrats, of course, playing it. It was a tribute to uh, white supremacist traitors. And uh, where is that silent majority? I, and uh, are they are they ready to fight back, or is this just? Uh, just, 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 What is this? What's going on out there, gentlemen?
4: Well, I'll chime in on uh, both of President Trump's speeches, which I watched in full, and I thought they were both great. And I think, you know, where's the silent majority? You saw them out at Mount Rushmore who were applauding on his every word. Uh, and the fireworks display that they had with the commentary and music they put to it. Amazing. Amazing. He's slowly building this thing up. And then back on the White House lawn where they had a chance to disparage him from the day before, he actually had a chance to comment on the media and how false their reports were if you sort of read between the lines. And um, it was just a spectacular show and a spectacular statement of who we are as Americans, because people aren't doing that anymore. And he relied on the words of the founding fathers. They're just both amazing speeches and performances by uh, people like the Golden Knights parachute group. I couldn't say enough about the, the two speeches that uh, president Trump did. I think that they were awesome. And he's slowly building up from the so-called failure of his first rally, which was deliberately disappointing. And uh, you know, you called it the Sandini theory, Jane, and I, I, Honestly, I think I heard it from somebody else, but I think that they're deliberately downplaying things at the beginning, and now they're slowly going to build them up to the end, where Trump can contrast the conservatives versus these violent anarchists that are shown on the news every night.
3: Skip, what do you think?
1: Well, actually, I, I really like the speeches. Uh, I, I actually kind of think what, what you're seeing is is I think – Trump's uh, developing into the, the Washington and the, or the Teddy Roosevelt of our time, and his speeches are hitting, hitting the points. They're, they're right on, and, uh, um, and like at Mount Rushmore and all that, and you know, all this stuff with white supremacists, screw that. People just aren't listening to that. It's getting so old and shopworn, and uh, they're, they're talking about white supremacies as all these people are uh, in Chicago killing each other black on black and all that. And it's starting to – obviously, you're starting to see more and more of that on TV but uh, the people are getting onto this and, and you're, you know, I, I just think he's he's doing a good job on these speeches and, and people are listening. And it, what it's doing is it's starting to develop and you're, you're seeing it slowly develop and people are going to start realizing it just to, even if they're not behind him on some of this stuff. It's developing a deal like where he's more traditional law and order, that sort of thing. And the uh, Democrat side of this coin Is tear down the existing laws, do away with the cops, let the cities burn. Uh, We don't care about economic development or how much money you got. We're going to redistribute it. And this, you know, it's just, it's going to be a real contrast.
3: Brian, did he go too far by attacking Bubba Wallace and saying that was a hoax? It seemed to me Bubba Wallace thought it was real. It, it, whether it, it turned out not being a, I don't think it was an intentional things like uh, Jesse smaller or, or anything like that. Uh, but does that make him, does that pit him up uh, in, in a way that makes him look petty and small or does is this part of the whole thing?
0: Well, if i in a miss by Trump, so be it. I mean, you know, this news was around everybody, pretty much everybody knows the story <clears throat> who is voting. Remember, there are voters, and then there's the media narrative incorporated. And they reach a lot of people, but these people don't vote. And they forget two days later because there's another shiny object. So um, NASCAR made a statement saying, we support Bubba. Okay, fine. And, you know, it's, it's, um, you know Trump is getting you know, a little bit of back and forth there. But again, this too shall pass. And what he's showing the voters, like me, is that he's he's good. You know, you, you just don't play nice with these people who are trying to slit your throat. So anyway, like I said, he'll move on. There's shiny objects every day. But his speeches were good for two reasons. One, oh, my God. He he just redefined America. He redefined or reinforced what it's like to be an American. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> and, you know, he laid down some, some, some roots, some, some barriers, some curbs in the street. But another good reason why the speeches were good is he is forcing the Democrats to join the testers. He's forcing the Democrats to uh, go against him. Everything that he said, um, They're saying, well, the 4th of July, like Colin Kaepernick, he said, well, obviously, uh, America sucks. And then two days later, he gets hired by Disney. Um, We're kind of used to that happening, and it's a sickening thing. But um, you asked earlier, is this a civil war? Is this the civil war? Well, it could be because they're already firing on Fort Sumter. They've already, you know, trashed. But then again, these are soft targets. Portland, Seattle, um, D.C., soft targets. Well, Trump's trying to stiffen up D.C., but I'm just saying. They're kind of testing the waters and trying to see, well, gee, do we really have a movement here? You know, we got all the media behind us. We got all the college professors, the usual suspects. And I'm thinking they're finding out not so much because the Seattle mayor— said, okay, you go after my house, game over. And then yeah, the Atlanta was, mayor goes...
3: It was a summer of love until they came on her lawn. It was
0: a block party. And then in the Atlanta mayor goes, okay, boy, when you shoot an eight-year-old, all right, game over. And, and, and yeah, I mean, normal-thinking people listen to that and go, really? What was your first clue? You didn't see this coming? Are liberals really that stupid? And there's always that question, always that debate. Are they really that stupid? I Aaron, kind of think they are, and minded by hatred.
3: Aaron, Aaron, they're saying a lot of people think that a lot of these, these liberal Democrat mayors that are uh, presiding over these cities that are under assault uh, by the political left and the anarchists and the rent of mobs and the, the whole thing are actually taking orders from the Democrat party to, to, not, to you know, stand down. Uh, we got to be all solidified and make Trump seem that he's hey, against- Jane,
1: Jane the can people. I interrupt you for just a 2nd Uh sorry to do this. There's a breaking news story. Chief Justice Roberts hospitalized. Oh,
3: oh wow. Uh,
1: last month after near fall, home from the Supreme Court uh, confirms. So I just thought, sorry, I just had to break that. Yeah, in.
3: He's, he's on our agenda tonight. So, a, But thank you for the update, Skip. Uh, so, Aaron, what do you think? Do you think this is a, a, a calculated strategy in the part of the Democratic Party? Because if it is a part of the Democrat strategy, I think it sucks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, on, on this end, you know, we've seen these montages, we've seen these talking points that come through and, and and there's, you can pinpoint certain language. They'll use a word like gravitas or something was one of the first ones, but this happens every two, three weeks where we see the talking points that come through the media. And then you'll see certain political types, you know, whether it be Nancy Pelosi down to, you know, some Idaho state Senator all using the same terminology. And it's just, it's interesting. Okay. So you don't have to be, you know, a scientist or whatever to figure these things out when every single every okay fine 98.3 percent of all democrat mayors which is almost every large city you can go to you know a wonderful state like texas and dallas texas houston texas they're very very liberal and you see you know almost to a person them saying the same things, whether or not it be about masks and COVID and, and not reopening the country or it be about Black Lives Matters or not commenting on little eight year olds that get shot and killed. You know, why are they so lockstep? So to sit, so to answer your question, you know, is this a concerted effort from higher up? I mean, is this something that this this trickling down? How could it not be when it's, I mean, it isn't like, you know, you've got some, you know, wacky mayor of Miami saying, one thing versus the one in los angeles i mean they're they're lockstep you know i mean there's a couple but very very few and there's and it doesn't matter what the subject is they're saying the same thing so to answer your question Absolutely. I believe this is their plan. And, and it's not a good one because they they're liberals at the end of the day. You know, and as, as Newt Gingrich said, they're anti-American. He's not going to use the word liberal anymore. He says they're anti-American, they're anti-American agenda. And it, it doesn't matter what it is, if it's the stock market going up or against it. If Donald Trump likes fluffy kitties, we should get rid of them. Uh, if hydroxychloroquine turns out that it works, then, then we can't have it. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. They're anti-American to a T.
3: Okay, yeah, so it, 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 it is interesting uh, t- to watch this. Trump is at a record high on the Gallup poll with Republicans, 91% approval. Nobody in, in uh, either party, Democrat or Republican Party, running for president, has ever had that high a approval number among their own party. Uh, but he also is down to 2%. Among Democrats, and he got a good chunk of the Democrats, the you know the, the the labor union members time around. you believe any of those numbers?
4: My personal opinion is that you can't believe the polls, and what we're looking at right now is something like the reelection of Ronald Reagan for his second term. Wasn't it Reagan who used that uh, it's morning in America thing? Yes. Um, Right. So shining that's kind city of on a right? hill. Can you say that again, Brian? The shining city on a hill. Right. And I think that you're seeing the same sort of contrast being drawn by Trump. You've got lawlessness and danger for your family, which is represented by the Antifa. And they've been enforced to embrace the Democrats. Or you have conservatives, which stand for bringing people into prosperity inclusiveness uh, safety for your family which is extremely important to so many people personally for me safety is a big deal I want to see effective law enforcement in my area uh, I you know we pay taxes for that and that's one of the major things that I want and those are that's the contrast that's being drawn the same as between Reagan Reagan in his second term and Trump is playing the same game book
3: it does seem a a bit different now now because you're hearing particularly in dan you know we did a show on this recently about the indoctrination of our young people in our education uh for the last 60 years or so i mean the teaching them that america is nothing good about america everything is bad about us in our history uh and and touting marxism and In our schools, et cetera, et cetera. And and you were on top of this for a long time, Dan, and did some excellent reporting on it in the Portland Public School District. But uh, it does seem that a lot of people, those, uh, the young people, and it seems like those people that were wearing those pink hats in protest of the Trump presidency, uh, are all buying into this that America sucks.
4: Well, I mean, those are certainly the people that we see featured in the media. But I also see a younger generation of conservatives that are rebelling against this stuff and sort of the libertarian type movement. And so outside of formal education, many people aren't formally educated, so they don't get to be indoctrinated at Portland State University. And those folks tend to end up being – conservatives Jane so while I'm worried about the indoctrination of our youth in the schools I don't think it's uh, unsalvageable at all and I think that there are more Trump voters out there than you think inside the younger generation I know a couple of myself so that's my opinion of it
3: what do the rest do you think well you were talking
0: about um, well back to the breaking news John Roberts falls and hits his head apparently he's had a couple of seizures I was glancing over that article in the Drudge Report, which I never go to except for that one time because they were the only ones reporting it. Um, Now, speaking of Roberts, he just – his Supreme Court ended the Blaine Amendment. You're all aware of that, I assume? If not, I'll explain for the listeners. The Blaine Amendment was a totally anti-Christian amendment by a guy named Senator Blaine back in the mid-1850s. Anybody wants to join the union – has to hate the Christian, uh, the uh, the Catholics as much as I do, and they don't get any kind of you know acknowledgement or breaks whatsoever. Well, Roberts wiped it out; it's gone. In other words, it's a Montana case, and the religious schools now get to set aside tax, deferred tax, tax deductible um, scholarships. Now we're talking. Long term, which I do believe we have a long term ahead of us, as far as your civil war analogy, Jane, I think we're still fighting the Revolutionary War. Like I said before, um, King uh, King George wanted our guns, our land, our speech, our religion, right? Well, we're fighting him right now, only they're Democrats. So we're now fighting for the same policies that we fought the original war, and I think we've been fighting it ever since, and so – Um, we're going to continue to fight this thing. But what Roberts just did was help the future of the skulls full of mush, as Rush would say, because now Christian schools, private schools, charter schools, can get the same benefits, same deductibilities as public schools. That's a big deal if you're thinking long term.
3: That is a huge deal. You're right, and you've, and you've, and you've stated it well. Uh, and if anybody gets more information about Justice Roberts as we go through the show, uh, that would be uh, would be important uh, to hear. All right. do well, the rest of you think about. Uh, let, let's sort of move into issue number two because we're, we're 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 verging on on it as it is. Are even the icons of the left about to have uh, the race card used to destroy them by Black Lives Matter, et cetera? And I'm specifically talking about Planned Parenthood. And I don't know if if, if, if you've seen this about the – I tried to share it with you. There's a group of about 800 present and former staffers of Planned Parenthood who say it's a racist organization. And it's still carrying on at its heart the essence of what Margaret Sanger, their founder, who was – an icon of the political left. I mean, she's almost a a God in there. She started Planned Parenthood and those of us on the right have been saying for years, she was a eugenicist. She was, she was Hitler-esque in terms of she wanted to purify the race. She located these abortion clinics in predominantly African-American and brown communities and, and to keep the population more pure but she's she's been she Margaret Sanger is, is like Mother Teresa among the, the political left and feminists in this country. And there's an annual award they give out, the Margaret Sanger Award. The recipients have been Bill Donahue, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Hillary Clinton's the usual suspects. And she's being exposed as a as as the ultimate white supremacist. If we're gonna have to change the names of of, you know, Indiana, what about your awards on Margaret Sanger? Is this thing starting to get out of hand where it's starting to bite them back?
2: Well, absolutely. Jane. You know, you take the the words right out of my wa- mouth. We've got a really advanced audience um, for the Jane Carroll show, but, it, but it's worth it's worth repeating. And so those of you who, who don't know who Margaret Sanger is or don't know the connections, you know, in the Democrat Party or don't understand what eugenics was. Um, cause sometimes we throw these things out there and we don't, you know, people are like, Oh, well, I think I know what it is. Just give yourself five or 10 minutes. You know, we don't have enough time on the show today, but do some of your own homework and it will shock you. It will absolutely shock you. So absolutely right. If we can't have, you know, the Cleveland Indians baseball team, you know, then then you look at Margaret Sanger. I mean, talk about a racist. Are you kidding me? And you look at black lives matter. If black lives matters, as the president said, you know, in his Mount Rushmore speech, which please do not listen to X ex- excerpts or experts, either one, please watch the Watch it yourselves. Those of you who are listening to this show, well, you don't know, read it. You know, absolutely. You've and he mentions the unborn and you know, these unbelievably racist, you know, white Republicans, why do they keep trying to save all these black unborn children? You know, if they're so racist, because if black lives matter, don't unborn little black girls, don't they matter as well? You know, because we're the ones trying to save them, you know, because they're trying to kill them in droves and they do millions, millions a year. And so it's, it's astonishing, but absolutely with pa- Planned Parenthood, but the, this liberal agenda, they're, eating their own. And it, and some of us, you know, I've been asked, well, how come you guys aren't doing this? And how come you tea party types aren't marching in the streets and stuff? And I'm like, well, they're really hurting their own cause. Trust me. I've got plenty of bullets. My gun is armed and ready to go. And my family is safe and I've got plenty of food and I'm good. And I'm ready to spring into action if I need be. And there's about, you know, millions and millions and millions of those that are like me. However, We're watching their cities, but we're not allowed into these towns. They don't want us. And when we say, hey, we're going to we're going to take our business elsewhere. They don't care. They don't care that you leave Seattle or Portland. They don't care if you take your tax money with with you. But in the end, they will when they're like defund the police. Well, it's weird how all of a sudden we have all this crime. The point I'm trying to make with Margaret Sanger is, okay. Eat your own. You, you know what? You want to take down Teddy Roosevelt? You want to t- take down these people? You, you're the ones <laughs> destroying all, you know, I mean, you're going to take down statue after statue of of black, wonderful Americans Okay, all right. Well let's start to tear apart your people. I had I'm gonna I am mean, i do not want to dominate the segment, but I, I had a conversation with somebody and said, okay, well, you know, what do we think about these presidents? Well, you know, they were they were racist or they had slaves, or whatever. All right, fine. So you had you've got forty-five presidents. Well, in your mind, if you were gonna rank that I mean your your list might be different than my list, we could rank them one to forty-five. Which one's a good one? You know which one? Well, you know I'm not going to get into that conversation with you, Aaron. I'm like, well, hold on a minute. At what point? Which one was a good one? Was Jimmy Carter a good one? Was 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 Rose? You know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Which one's your good one? Because we can poke holes in everybody. You're seemingly, you know. So if we're going to do that, why don't we tear apart Mag- Margaret Sanger and and the connections to KKK Bird or all these other iconic? You know, the, the you do understand that there was there were. Uh, stickers of uh, Clinton Gore in 1992 that had the Confederate flag because they did quite well in the South, you know, the, you know, the you, D- Dixie for, for Clinton Gore, you know, all right, well, they're obviously racist, you know, so let's, let's get them guys. Let's, let's take the mob and go get them.
3: Okay. What else do you think? Hey.
4: Well, I'll chime in really quickly. Uh, I was at Walmart, which is a unique experience for me in the recent past But uh, someone was wearing a uh, Southern Lives Matter T-shirt with a Confederate flag in the back to tie it back into what you had to say, uh, Aaron. So those are the kind of people that are around here. So, you know, the original America is still alive. And getting to uh, Sanger, you know, many people don't know, but the Nazis got their ideas on eugenics from the American movement with. Um, Sanger and uh, the eugenics movement here so those ideas that are expressed in Mein Kampf come directly from Margaret Sanger and if people are uneducated about that all of Aaron's points are correct a lot of people don't have time to read up on it or whatever all you have to do is go to the left to read their own stuff Okay, if you go to PBS, they have a frontline documentary of about an hour on Sanger, which is amazing because the left okay that owns PBS basically had to admit you know total uh, a total racist. but what I wanted to bring it back to is I was unaware of this story till you brought it to my attention, Jane, but it 's a perfect example. Of Alinsky tactics that exactly. Breitbart embraced, right, which is use the left's own rules against them. And that's what's perfectly being orchestrated here. And I think it's a wonderful thing that conservatives need to embrace this, right, that Planned Parenthood is a racist organization and needs to be defunded. I mean, it's clear, Even the, even public television admits it.
3: Yeah, and you know, usually they ignore it, or they say you're you're just making it up, or and we we've, we've been decrying it for for decades, and they've ignored it. But all of a sudden, these the these employees of Planned Parenthood, and they're saying racism still exists within the hierarchy. For, for example, you, if you're a person of color, you don't uh, move up the, the ladder. It is a glass ceiling. Uh, for not you. Su-
4: not surprised at all. The the most difficult to. Th- thing to change inside of a corporation is its culture and once that's embedded inside of a culture it doesn't surprise me at all that racism still exists up in the uh, upper level managements of Planned Parenthood at all I'd like to see the charts on that and how that pencils out in terms of the overall population and where uh, blacks are in management and then also inside of Planned Parenthood I'll bet you it's still a racist organization at the top
3: What do the rest of you think
1: well, I'm kind of uh, kind of looking at this thing as is. It's all part of the the game that's being played. Is of make this racist, and uh, what's happening is a movie the movement uh, that started out is now being hijacked. And what you're seeing is you, you better get on board, or you're going to get dumped uh, and called, uh, you know, of course, called a racist. And it's part of the circular fire, firing squad that the uh, Democrats are, are have formed for themselves. And the problem is, is that one side's got all the bullets now and they uh, and they've just they're tearing them apart. It's, it's going to tear the party apart from within because, you know, pretty soon some of these people are going to say, how can you call me a racist? And they're going to say, well, look at this or look at that or, you know, whatever. And it's just going to it's just going to keep on going.
3: Yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty scary but it, it, so do you think do you think this for example if this is a the Planned Parenthood story which to me is the ultimate it, Planned Parenthood is an icon among the left it's 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 like this spiritual center of 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 women's rights and and it's just, it's been lionized into something that's, it's an abortion factory. It's not about women's health. They don't give mammograms. Yeah, they'll refer you to a place that will get the give you or you can get them, but their mission is to perform abortions. And they've done, and they're, they're always located in the black community. Uh, I mean, they're located elsewhere, but their primary mission, which was Sanger's goal, to purify the race. Speaking of that, Um, I I was, was recalling a, a term paper I did in college a long time ago about the KKK in Oregon. And, you know, you're, you're looking at all these places that are changing their names and all. Do you know that up until 1924, 1924, people of color, even if they were citizens of the United States could not live in Oregon and that at the turn of the century, the lar- second largest Ku Klux Klan in the country was in Oregon, predominantly in southern Oregon, but there was a huge chapter in Portland, Oregon. And they were basically, because there weren't any blacks, because they weren't allowed to live here, it was against the law, they they uh, were against Catholics. Mostly Catholics of, of uh, you know, Italian Catholics, Latino Catholics, uh, Irish Catholics, a lot of the groups that were discriminated against, uh, and the Catholicism, so they would would, would do their things there. Uh, to the University of Oregon have to change its name?
0: You know, the 20s was kind of a zenith for uh, the KKK, and it, they've dwindled since. And um, in the Air Force in the late 70s, a friend of mine from Jackson, Mississippi, showed me his KKK card, and I, I wasn't impressed. I had no clue. Didn't really know what he was talking about. It meant something to him. But, um, you know, again, you know, as far as the Civil War, I don't see a civil war. They're trying. They're trying. All right. But they're not gaining ground. They, ha- they gained some ground in Seattle. They lost it. They gained some ground in Portland. They're losing it. Um,
4: <clears throat> dang it. Lost my train of thought.
0: Next. Well, I'll pick. I'll
4: pick up. I'll pick up where you're leaving it off. And those people are still there in Oregon. I was just trying to figure out what year it was in my head, but in 2013, there were videos out of my channel of the KKK in downtown Portland. Now, at the time, I thought they were Nazis, but then I looked it up, and what they were doing was they are trying to hijack nationalism. That's what they're trying to do, and use that, and they have a nationalism flag. But this woman who was next to me, who was talking to me, and we have an exchange, and then I went back later and researched her, and the pictures are on my blog. I'll have to drum them up uh, later. Had her at cross burnings and all kinds of stuff. So... It still exists in Oregon. Uh, I didn't know you did a term paper on it in college, and I didn't know it was so strong in Oregon, but it still remains to this day. It's still a part of Oregon culture. There are still, well, as of, uh, like I say, about 2013, I think. I'll have to look it up. But there are still KKK uh, sects, what you call it, that do uh, cross burnings and those kinds of things in Oregon.
1: Yeah, according to, uh, if if the national stuff is uh, correct, uh, there's only about five to 8,000 uh, total of KKK, white supremacists, uh, skinheads, all that kind of stuff that across the nation. So uh, now I'm, I, I wouldn't know how many sympathizers there might be. And, uh, you know, because you can't tell what it is everybody's heart, especially if they hide it, you know. But uh, I, I want to bring back up just a second, uh, Jane, for something that you were saying. You were talking about Margaret Sanger. And, uh, and, and the um, Planned Parenthood, would you think that in the black community that might be uh, now uh, a soft statue? Hmm.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I it, 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 the, the descendant of Jefferson is calling for the Jefferson Memorial to be taken down because he owned slaves, and and be replaced with Harriet uh, Tubman. Now, I don't have any problems with tributes to Harriet Tubman, but why do we have to take down the Jefferson Memorial, the, uh, the you know the father of much of our, our Declaration of Independence and Constitution, uh, in order to achieve that end? It's just it's it's it's. It's repulsive. It's it's, well, it's sad. A lot of people like the president's idea.
0: Speaking of the end, where does it end? I mean, Robespierre started the terror, and then he ended up on the guillotine. Um, Me Too movement was started with all kinds of uh, you know drum rolls, and then it ended um, eating its own. Um, so I'm guessing that uh, more people are saying, well, abolish the Democrat Party because they are the original. Sin of slavery. And um, so where will it end? And and now we're reading, oh, my gosh, they're turning their gun sights on Margaret Sanger. She's starting to perk up. And the people who are in charge of demolishing uh, statues and reputations, they don't have a core belief. They are just out there to tear stuff down based on what they feel in their belly button today.
2: I've got, I want to pipe in here. I've got two things, one for Brian and, and, and uh, one for Skip. Okay, so Brian, you know, where does it end? you talk about Margaret Singer. Okay, so, all right, well, if we're going to judge, you know, Thomas Jefferson or even, you know, Columbus – you know i mean when he when he came to america he realized the natives in america they had slaves too i mean they, you know they were all warring factions they killed one another heck they ate one another you know so you know so you know if you're trying to look it through the eyes you know we we you know we look at all these native americans you know well okay well if we're going to have that movement a lot of these native americans they all had slaves from the other native americans from over the hill so we need to make sure we're judging all those native americans and, and tear down their 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 um you know whatever their you know their totem poles or something because they're obviously racist against the other, you know, redskins from over the over the yonder. But besides that, here's where it stops. These mosques, are you kidding me? You're going to judge, you know, why don't we judge Muhammad a little bit through the Me Too movement and the way he treated women or children or if he had slaves or, you know, or whatever. I mean, are you kidding me right now? You know, I mean, where does it end, you know, when they're wanting to take down the stained glass in churches? All right, well, I haven't seen them defacing these mosques yet. You know, and you talk about this Me Too movement where they they have you know genital mutilation. You know, okay, all right, well let's just talk about a little bit about you know genital mutilation. But on a different note, I'm gonna and I'm gonna and that one's to you, Brian. So let's shelve that one for a second. But to you, Skip, man of the people. Okay, um, I have never ever had anybody walk up to me and give me the, the special signal, the special sign or, or the, the card that says, hey, you know, a whole bunch of white people are meeting over on you know such and such street. Meet us for the big KKK rally. Now, maybe I'm not a good candidate for it, and that's how I don't know these things happen. I've never heard it. I've never seen it. Now, I've seen some really bad jokes, some off-collar things, some people say some stuff, use the N-word. I've seen that, and that's considered racist to me. But I've also transversely seen people – you know, of other colors, say very racist things about, you know, you know, other races. Okay. The, the tribalism absolutely exists. However, I never heard about the big, you know, you know, to do out in the woods where everybody's going to run around with hoods and stuff. To your point, Skip, I don't think there's that much. I mean, sure it exists. Absolutely. But there's also black power rallies where they're running around with, with, you know, AK-47s. We well, see that you, in their I, races.
3: Well, on that point, Aaron, have you been to or observed any left-wing rally in the last 25 years that hasn't been completely pro-Palestine and anti-Israel. And
2: yeah, that they're, they're total anti-Semitic,
3: without yeah. a doubt. I mean, it's just it's, the, it's innate; it's built in. Yet the Jewish voting bloc votes almost universally for the Democrats. Yeah, for sure. So it's it, 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 it's it's the reality, and the the myth and the propaganda is in and that's what they're teaching in schools we've got far left like uh j.k rowling you know harry potter barry weiss noam chomsky are now signing a thing to open letter calling for an end to the cancel culture which is the term they're using now for basically eradicate all of american history because it's all racist um their, their sort of line is we can't cut off freedom. This is what the conservatives do. They cut off freedom of speech and expression, and and which is which is just bull. It, quite candidly, it's bull. And once again, the left is projecting what they do onto uh, conservatives in order to decry it. But J.K. Rowling's taken some grief because of some of the things she she said, and she doesn't like it. It makes her uncomfortable. Well, try you know try to be Candace Owens for an hour. Uh, who gets called a coon by a, you know, a has-been rap artist.
0: You know, just to add to Aaron's point about the Indians, um, you want spin? I mean, so for 240 years, we've been building statues. And then because of spin, because of spin determined by some very motivated, violent people, they're tearing them down. I got some spin for you. We saved the Indians from what aaron was reporting on how they ate each other they tortured you they captured each other they, slavery we stopped that there has been none of that in the indian community now for what 100 years i don't know think about it they'd still be doing it today if we hadn't stopped that is total spin and i <laughs> i know i'm going to catch hell for that but it's, it's it's a way to look at things. It's an angle of looking at something. And now what, what we're dealing with right now is their angle of looking at things. Unfortunately, they've got the anti-American people, the uh, media and all the usual suspects, on their side amplifying their voice. And so the statues are coming down. The uh, Justice Center in Portland is catching fire um, every night. And, you know, so... Let it just it. This will burn itself out when they start going after Margaret Sanger, when they start, they're already trashing, uh, Frederick Douglass. They're trashing Martin Luther King. It really is going to implode on nonsense.
3: Yeah. And you, you let get Kennedy and his attorney general brother, Robert F. Kennedy that wiretapped, uh, dr king and uh so and you know looking back on that it just at the time it's it's, it doesn't seem that out of context i don't think they were racists i don't i really don't i don't think they were i I guess i could say that and and if, if they were republicans we would definitely be calling them that but but there are different times and different situations and things that are uh yeah but what we have to do is strive to be better than we've been before but not condemn all of us because we're all imperfect we are all yeah, but, imperfect but what about it's great about america is we try to be better
1: well, but but there's a there's something that that we kind of uh everybody's missing here this is all history what can we do to go change it i mean it, it, we weren't there it. well yeah, but, but we weren't we weren't there and if you erase it then you're doomed to do it again. Now it might be the other side doing it this time, but you're going to be doomed to do it again. You know. Um, now I could I could Racism, understand.
3: that was the other side. Well,
1: but but what I'm saying is, it's just that we uh, we we have all these things. Uh, like like I, you know, I look at this uh, the Civil War statues. They built those statues to people that were still great generals. You now uh um, there they were great military people that's why they named forts after them and all that. Now some of that was probably an appeasement to get get the union back together uh again also
3: but it those was people definitely a part of it. It was definitely
1: sure, a part of it. But, but you still can't take away the that the achievement that that was a, a war that uh you know brother fought brother in. I mean I, I mean there was uh there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on especially if you were in Ohio or or some of those places like that where— one side decided to go uh, with the north, and the other side decided to go with the uh, south. You know, so but it but it's history. So what can we change uh, uh, about it? You know, and um, I, I that's what I don't understand. It just confuses the hell out of me. In the in that you know these guys go out well, like it doesn't exist. No, uh, we we change it. That's the beauty of our constitution is we were able to change it.
3: Yeah, and and and, and these men envisioned. The opportunities to change it and to adjust the times, and the and we we become better people. But I'm looking at us right now. I don't think we've become better people. When I watch what I see what going on in, on the streets of our country, when I see uh, what the, the what the Democratic Party is doing to keep not only the COVID virus going until after the election, but keep racism alive. They've been playing this card for decades. Uh, it's all about exploiting the issue, and these are all white people that are doing it
4: well i think I think if you really look at it it 's easy to look at the magnifying lens of the leftist media and believe that 's how all america is and But the leftist media I have to include Fox News on many occasions now i mean it 's just terrible about what 's going on out there, but I think things aren 't as bad as what we thought, and I think even people so we have to count on in this next election, and I know we 're going to get around to talking to talking about the election but Uh, We have to consider the fact that we were kind of a divided party coming into the 2016 election. There were still a lot of uh, never Trumpers that came out of the Ted Cruz movement. And I think a lot of those people have seen the proof in the pudding of the first four years of uh, or three and a half years of uh, President Trump's. Uh, presidency, and um, they're going to pull the lever and pull the lever vociferously for President Trump, whereas many of those people may have stayed home or weren't too enthusiastic or weren't motivated to help uh, in the election, making calls and so forth. So I think there's a kind of a hidden underground that's going to come to life here over the summer to uh, bring it around for President Trump.
3: I hope so. And I, I do sense there is a, a silent majority out there that is, I think they're hunkered down. I think they're afraid to speak out because of what we see happen. If you do speak out, I think there are people that are afraid to come out because of the. we're in the pandemic. I'm, I'm stunned at how many people really do spend the bulk of their time at home now. And, and uh, uh, they go to the grocery store and that's about it. It's it's people are afraid, and then they're afraid of their you know what's going to happen to their homes. They're afraid to speak out in many communities. You live in New York, you live in Portland, you live in Seattle. You say the kinds of things we're saying right now, you're a target. Has anybody
0: else heard the term "black silent majority"? I've read that, and then it kind of went away. But when you think about it, there there I mean, like there is a silent white majority, whatever you want to call it. But there's a silent majority, and we don't go out there and throw our our, our faces against the fence. I'm just saying. Now, if there is a silent black majority, um, who are these people? Well, they're the people who, in the last four years, three and a half years, got a taste of it. They got a taste of America. And that's what Trump, you got to, I appreciate Trump more all the time. He, uh, For example, use Fauci for an example. Fauci's out there acting like a liberal Democrat, trying to scare the snot out of everybody to shut down and and don't do anything. And Trump is is not firing him. Trump doesn't fire him. Trump doesn't badmouth him. But Trump knows, he has a, a gut feeling that the American people do not agree with Fauci. So he doesn't have to say, much of anything the texas governor or vice governor i forget which lieutenant governor said i ain't listening to fauci anymore (laughs) now trump could say that but he doesn't so i what i appreciate about president trump he loves america and he feels the silent majority he knows the americans that are out there and it it saved him from causing a major kerfuffle Firing Fauci, or backbenching him, or replacing him.
3: Yeah. Well, do, do you do you all? We're talking about this, and I think one of the things that that the left is tapping into rather successfully. I think all of us, and it isn't this, isn't a left right issue. Have lost faith in many of the institutions that we've relied on, most notably the government, to give us information, keep us safe. Uh, protect the laws. Uh, We watch our our members of Congress. We watch our state legislators. We watch our city councils completely ignore uh, our values, our culture, or or their duties and responsibilities to protect us and keep us safe. They have no obligation of that. They deal with small constituencies. This whole pandemic, we have been told... On every single aspect of this, wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Take that drug. Don't take that drug. It's going to be over soon. It's it, it, as soon as it gets warm. It, it, it's escalating now that it's warm because everybody's on the beach. I don't believe anything they say anymore. What about the rest of you? I think the whole America looks and goes, "Where do we go for the truth?" If there is a silver
0: lining, if there is a silver lining, it's that America does not trust the government because it's like Reagan said, "Government is not the solution." government is the problem the more americans that accept that yeehaw
2: and that's why this is a great election Jane, because donald trump even being the president of the united states is the consummate outsider so he can run as the anti-government person even though he heads the government you know because they're so against him and i mean whether it be global warming you know they're like oh we have 20 of these models well they've never even hit the the bottom of the, the of the easiest of the models the, they they're wrong on this virus every single model every single thing they say i'm trying to remember the last time any one of them ever said one thing ever that was right and that's just that's not just the government then you go to the media types it doesn't matter who you're with abc cbs you know PB, pbs reuters the each one has their 5 10 15 talking heads okay well jane carroll brings in the conservative council. we all sit around and talk we are Many times, often right on our predictions, the things that we discuss. This is where you can get a- accurate information as to what's going on. They have all these amazing talking heads with all these Yale and Harvard educated folks that are never right about anything. So we look, at, so we look at, at government and we're like, we don't trust you. And Donald Trump does not trust them. And so you know, if Donald Trump is going to allow Fauci to, to sit and talk, okay, fine. We already know how deep the deep state is people in in Donald Trump's own Administration. We look at, at Bolton and others. I mean, who's the flavor of the week? Is it his niece? OK, all right. So everybody's against this guy. The only people that are for him is us. And he is for, he is for us and we are for him. And people recognize it. And uh, they don't recognize the government as being in their corner. And now you see these these mayors turning the back on their police departments, you know, defund the police, do, do this, do that. It's like, oh, my goodness. I mean, and the American people are going to have enough, uh, enough of it, and, and I think you're going to see. In this election and and real quickly, the fundraising is in and not for for Biden. Biden has got Hollywood and some other government types that are going to support him down to the state legislatures in the head of uh, Breitbart right now. There is for these state senators and state reps across this country. It is shocking. They're down 50 percent of where they need to be on fundraising in in these lower tier elections because the the regular folks are not giving to the local people because they, as you mentioned earlier in the show, Jane, they're – they're lockstep they're defund the police so if you're out in the middle of of podunk nowhere you know you know uh, Iowa or Oregon or California and you plan on running and that is your agenda and you're trying to back this national national agenda that doesn't sit well in in period Perio- or or, or Perot, anywhere it doesn't doesn't it's it's not a good message Peoria
3: the, quick little update on Justice Roberts his fall was in uh June 21st
1: yeah, that's
3: what hosp- I was. He I was, was hospitalized for a night, and he, uh, and they just re- they just released it today. So that's why it, it was a. a that a was what? It,
1: yeah, about thirty minutes ago, about an hour ago now.
3: Yeah. All right. So, so <clears> apparently, uh, although based on some of his rulings as of late, it may have affected his brain. I don't know. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that for for a little though, because uh, the the Supreme Court did make a decision, a unanimous decision that basically said the Electoral College, they are required, according to the Constitution, if your, if your state votes for for a candidate, the majority votes, that you as an elector are obligated when you go and meet in the Electoral College in, after the election to vote for the people that the people in your state voted for. In Oregon, for example, the legislature changed it last time that if— if the country voted like they did last time, the popular vote went to Hillary Clinton, but in your state, for example, Donald Trump won, you could you you were obligated to go for the uh, Hillary Clinton. So it was that's that's what they changed the rule to be in Oregon. So I guess that's overturned by the Supreme Court court ruling. But there's also rumors that Justice Thomas are going to step down. Alito is going to step down. And those are two conservative stalwarts. They're not, you know, flaky guys like Roberts. From a conservative perspective, uh, if they step down, Joe Biden picking those people, uh, this could be worse than we even imagined in our worst nightmares.
1: Now, Roberts is probably going to fall down, so.
3: I don't see
0: I don't see Justice Thomas. I read something that he had uh, interviewed. He wants to be around when they reverse the network protection against lawsuit that came about in the liberal Supreme Court in about 1964, where they protected the journalism, the, the media from yelling fire in a theater. Nobody else in the world. Can yell fire in a theater but the media can because of that decision prior to 1964 the media got sued all the time which in my opinion would kind of keep them close to reality trying not to get sued but uh if you look at all the the heroes on the left right now the cnn crowd um fire in a theater all day long 24 7 and they hide behind the first amendment so that's why i don't think justice thomas wants to bail i also think that um a lot of these lawsuits against the media are working their way to the supreme court and i think justice thomas wants to be around when that happens alito just got appointed not too long ago and he's a young guy so i don't see
3: well the other thing the other thing about it is uh uh, and I know, I know Dan watched it because we discussed it. Uh, Dan Sandini watched it, the the, the biop biography that was done on, on Clarence Thomas on PBS, I believe it was. And he, he, he I, I think he's got lots, lots left to do. Uh, and, and that's the feeling I got, Dan. What did you think?
0: Can't hear you, Dan.
1: We still can't hear you. I'm back now. Uh, I'm sorry about
4: that. I muted myself so you wouldn't hear me. But uh, So on that documentary, Jane, I think that was an amazing documentary. It really was. And anybody who who watched it, you know, people talk about these Supreme Court justices and how they're going to vote. Are they going to vote left? Are they going to vote right? People say Thomas is on the right. I can tell you where Thomas is after watching that. It's his conscience. That guy has been through hell and back, and people should watch that thing. And the only way that he's voting is with truth and right. That's the – those are the only ways he's voting, not conservative or left. So in my opinion, most of these conservative uh, opinions are the right thing to do. And um, yeah, Justice Roberts, I would say the same thing. I mean you're looking at these pundits and you know, one of the links that you sent out, Jane, says Roberts seems to be swinging based much more on strategic considerations – I don't think he's doing that, to be quite honest with you. And I, I, I don't know very much about law or the Supreme Court, but I think he's voting his conscience in every one of these situations. And it appears as such to some of these pundits so that they can write these articles.
0: I would like to say one thing about Roberts and Obamacare. If he did have a strategy, as Dan was suggesting, he would pass Obamacare just for the backfire. And it happened. If Roberts didn't see that backfire coming, um, I don't know what kind of a man or a forward thinker or a chess player he is, but it backfired. Two years later, the Tea Party wiped out um, Obama's, uh, like Carville said, 25 year liberal ascendancy. And then, you know, just a few years later, we got President Trump still on the Obama backfire.
4: Well, just a Just a comment on that, uh, Brian, I think that you're uh, 100 percent right, that Roberts and the genius of Roberts was calling it a tax. Okay, that's what he did. He called it a tax. And so that now it's acceptable in that it is only a tax credit and you have to claim it before the year begins. That's how it's structured. And that has led to the demise of Obamacare. Right, And the backfire of government
0: care, because that's what Obamacare representative represented, government care. Now, the latest one on this uh, um, this Roberts decision to um, mix up and confuse the uh, Louisiana abortion thing. That's weird, But what he's doing now, I've read from left wing people. Roberts is no friend of the left. Oh, boy, this is Roberts uh, trying to get Trump elected, and this just got Trump elected. Um, I don't know how Roberts thinks, but if he was thinking about that backfire moment or uh, affecting the future of the American experiment, um, I have to applaud him, but I don't I, – I'm not there yet.
1: Yeah, You know, uh, Jane, your uh, comments on Alito and uh, – and, um... Uh, with uh with the other judge uh,
3: justice uh, thomas
1: thomas that seems like it could be a, a rumor in order to get the uh base of the democrats motivated in other words say like hey because who who on that court right now except those two would they expect to step down outside of ruth Bader ginsburg you know obviously she's probably not going to step down she's probably going to assume room temperature before she gets out of there but uh the uh, the the idea is is if they start that rumor, then then it puts the court a lot more in the uh, in play for all the liberal people. So they want to oh, well, we got to get out and vote. We you know, we got to get these judges in. Well, all it, that. And,
3: it worked for Trump last time. I mean, that was one of the big. I I talked to more people that I thought would abandon Trump after that Access Hollywood tape, and they said, nope, Supre- the Supreme Court. That's enough of my reason to stick. Just the Supreme Court. We cannot have. Uh, you know uh, Hillary Clinton appointing Supreme Court justices. It's, it's a big, it's a big issue for both sides.
1: Well, but he gave you. He also gave you a list of names too. That and you could see that he was and looking by,
3: and proving your point, though. Skip Biden's planning to come out with a list of names. He's going well, to out and yeah, they're all who, black women.
1: Yeah, well, and that's just it. He's going <laughs> to. So people are going to look at that and go, "He's going to." That may lose him votes, right? What's there. his number
4: one pick, Malcolm X?
1: Yeah, well, actually, uh, if he'd listened to Malcolm X, uh, he'd, he'd be further off, you know, because Malcolm X was, was against the – he didn't trust the liberal whites. That's um,
4: true. That's very you know, true. So,
1: but, uh, but, but what's interesting is violence. You, you, you start looking at all these uh, – you know, like, when are you going to start looking at who's the most qualified person? And see, that's that just drives me nuts. Not not, you know, and and I know there's qualified people out there. So search for the qualified people. If they happen to be a black woman, then by all means, bring their name up. But uh, but this thing I mean, we got Kagan and uh, and sort of my air. You know, I really question whether they're how qualified they were as compared to other people that could have been selected. And uh, but the reliable votes, that's the one thing. I'll oh,
3: they I'll were say, party yeah. hacks and they were. People that,
1: that's who... exactly it. But I'm you. I was trying to be kind.
3: Yeah, you are nicer than I am. There's no question about that. All well, right, let's do yeah, but... some, uh, something that's a bit more debauched and uh, and, and speaks of, of the times uh, uh, the the. The woman that they believe procured and trained a lot of the women to sexually service uh, Jeffrey Epstein and his and his uh, uh, friend is now been arrested. They say they have enough to throw, lock her up and throw away the key. They think she's going to talk uh, to get her sentence reduced. Uh, how long do you think her life expectancy is?
1: Oh boy, Jane! Now you're talking. See, you got you got everything sex and and rich people and and crime and oh god i I have i've been watching the tv this this last week since she's been arrested and you just know these people they they just basically brush on that they just say oh let's dump this covid thing let's dump all this stuff about politics and let's just talk about this gal that's really where they want to go
4: well, uh, I want to quote the Babylon Bee who has the, uh, the top story on scene I think Gilslane, Maxwell, if I pronounce it correctly. Uh, they have hired, uh, the FBI has hired an Italian bodyguard called Hiluigi Clintonelli, according to the Babylon Bee. And Clintonelli uh, is saying, uh, it's a me, Clintonelli, said the world-renowned bodyguard. So apparently... Um, She's of no danger, uh, Jane. She's being hired. She's being uh, watched by Hiluigi Clintonelli, according to Babylon Bay, if you want to check
3: that out. I bet she feels good about that. (laughs)
4: What I'd like
0: to know is now she's been hiding out. All right. She wasn't hiding in plain sight. And she should have stayed overseas where she couldn't get extradited. Possibly. That's where I'd go if I'm her. But then again, her life, uh you know, the Clintons have long arms and connections. And if she's in Poland or uh Haiti or something like that, she could just die and nobody would know. So she came back to America to hide. And she thought she was hiding.
1: She paid she paid cash for a hundred and fifty six acre ranch or or nope. farm or whatever it was.
3: Ancient. Yeah.
0: But, so she was on the lamb. She was hiding. She was thinking, man, I, I can stay hidden here. I mean, she didn't, like, lead with her wrist saying, okay, take me in. I want to talk.
3: No, her wrist was very Roger Stone-esque.
1: Yeah, but one, one of the
3: things about it is
1: that um, did you notice the timing of the arrest? What what happened? What happened the week before she was arrested or maybe 10 days? tell us they got rid of uh jeffrey uh berman the southern district uh uh attorney and and see that the u.s attorney and he i think he had something to do with you know obviously he's after trump all the time and 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 he only left because they said they put his second in charge uh so the case everybody knew the case the 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 investigation of trump doesn't stop just because he's gone but i have the feeling that there's something there that uh that he was protecting uh Clintons or he had something to do with protecting uh Epstein and and all these rich people or something and now he's gone that's
0: already in the news that he was protecting the Clintons that's already uh, been acknowledged
3: yeah and the other part but but more so about a whole bunch of you know the whole things with the uh you know the dossier and that kind of stuff but and and not necessarily about this whole uh, pedophile island. But the fact is, and Jesse Waters has been doing a lot of reporting on his show about uh, the connection between the, you know, Bill Clinton, supposedly he denies it, took 26 or something uh, trips to the pedophile island. And they're saying that the, his relationship, that the affair was uh, not with all the, the young uh, children that were on Pedophile Island, but with this woman that he had a long-term affair with, with her. Uh, and that, and that's.
2: I, I I believe that Jane and um, I think there's some. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I really do. I, I really do believe that. I, do. I, I don't. I mean, he likes he likes young gals, but I'm I'm not going to go into the into the camp where you know that Bill Clinton's a child molester. I think he's certainly got a thing for I for will. women. and Look stuff and, and, You know, and and well, she was twenty. She was twenty one or twenty two. How old We was. should take but, a poll on that one. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, if, if if the evidence shows up, then, then sure. But but uh, I think that he had he had a thing for this uh, for this gal. I mean, if if you know, Bill Clinton wouldn't be with the Energizer Bunny if he was still chasing you know sixteen year olds or something. If that was his where his brain was at, I think he just I just think he likes a lot of different women. Well, yeah, let, I think that's, let me
3: throw out something sorted for all of you gentlemen to con- contemplate. And it's a lot of Bill Clintons with this whole pedophile pervert. It sounds like she was a very evil creature. She supposedly recruited these young women, uh, girls, trained them, had sex with them with Epstein and maybe others. Uh, maybe she was the ultimate fantasy for a uh, somebody like Bill Clinton. I'm um, the ultimate taboo.
2: Yeah. Well, she, uh, you know, I just want to finish real quick uh, that I, 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 I believe that, you know, and I think that she could, could handle a a lot of those, whatever fetishes that, that Bill Clinton and many, many, many others did. She, she, uh, this, this gal, Maxwell gal, she had a thing for, for Epstein. She ultimately wanted to be with him. She, she didn't just pal around for the, for the money and fame and stuff like that. She legitimately wanted Epstein and Epstein didn't want, didn't, you know, want to marry her or anything else. He kept her around for his own personal use use but the 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 thing is i think there's a little bit to what skip is saying with this judge but i also think there's some other outside influences with the, the it, isn't it strange that she isn't held up in some you know chateau in france or something and she was i mean that isn't going to extradite her why in the universe would she be running around the united states if there's Switzerland?
4: Switzerland. Switzerland. you know
2: yeah, why? Why is there no? I mean, even if there's the slightest chance, you're trying to tell me that with this Epstein stuff that they haven't been trying to get a hold of her. This information she had all kinds of of images and documents and and access to information and not not just men, knowledge and and stuff. I mean, come on. I find it really hard to believe. You know that that she's in the United States. I think that she's been. Working with the FBI, and they basically have said, "Look, we got the goods on you for a long time. You're going to go to the clink. It, it you, know, which kind of jail do you want to go to? You want to go to 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 where you get, get cable TV, or do you want to? I mean, the same way if you go into these jails, and if you're a child molester and you're you're a man." Well, you're gonna get. They're coming after you. You do not want to be in in jail. Well, the same thing goes with women. You know, if she was in a in a really hardened prison, which is one place that they could easily put her, her life is gonna really suck in jail. Um, you know, death would be a good thing. She would she would want you know in some of these places. She's going to the clink for for extremely probably probably the rest of her life. Who knows? And uh, you know, there you go. And I I I think that there there may be there may be some big shoes to drop. You know, that may be you know, getting ahead of ourselves with predictions, but there's going to be some names. um, And I think it's going to be at least 90% Democrat versus, versus Republican. And um, obviously some of them are not affiliated with a party. They're just going to be big names in business, but there's a lot of names.
1: Just remember though, uh, that Aaron, that sometimes the best uh, place to hide is in plain sight. That's Uh, true too. Think about Abby Hoffman. And then there was that galley caught here in Oregon. That uh, had something to do with, uh, uh, I think it was the SLA or some somebody, or she she shot some people or some. Anyway, she's she's in prison now. She owned a small diner or something. Abby Hoffman actually ran for city council or, or was on city council or somewhere. Wherever he was at,
3: he could get elected in Portland. Uh, Whitey
1: Bulger, Whitey Bulger, same thing. Yeah, what, same thing.
3: Well, what about what about this for a, a theory? Yeah, she may be working with the FBI. Yeah, she was in a, they closed in on her in a a high profile way. Maybe she's actually safer in this country from being Epstein than she would be if she's living in some chateau in Italy uh, where where they could send some of the people, make her more vulnerable.
0: uh, I think she should have moved to Chicago like Bill Ayers. She'd have been, she'd have become a, uh, she would have become a college
1: professor yeah <laughs> yeah sex education
4: now switzerland was the right answer i'm not sure why she got caught in new hampshire either she was stupid about it but uh switzerland which protected roman polanski for how long uh same situation with her they did never got her out of there but she just also got bad advice or i don't i don't know if you got you know Hundreds of millions of dollars to throw around. You're living in Switzerland if you don't want to be put in a federal prison when you've done what you've done.
3: Do you she's remember got the- a,
4: she's got the Clinton on her tail, though, and yeah, I know there's no place
0: far enough.
3: Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's pretty pretty weird. Well, Have you noticed? I don't think she's, she's going to make it News, very long so wait, on Fox News like <laughs> saying she had they had uh, Epstein who had connections to. Uh, you know uh, Prince Andrew Bill Clinton and Donald Trump that's i i, I think he once was on his airplane he didn't go to the, the island uh he he had a long time he threw him out of uh his his resort wow. down in florida a, a long, long time ago long time ago yeah oh my
1: god she had james bond on her rear end yeah
3: he's <laughs> so, assassin so, so here you got, But all of a sudden they're trying to lump, this is a Trump scandal now.
0: It's absurd. Well, hey, come on. The media needs facts. Think about yeah. it. When what, was the last time the media had a fact?
1: And see, the picture they show over with Trump, is she's kind of over the corner. There's two women by Trump, and it was at a fundraiser. Right. It's, evidently, this gal did all kinds of fundraising or, or went to all these fundraisers. She was, she
3: was a major socialite.
1: Yeah. So, that, and so yeah. was
3: Epstein, quite candidly. Yeah. You know, he they ran around in those circles. They're bound to have pictures with the, the elites of New York. And, well, and I mean, remember the picture of uh, Donald Trump and uh, at, at, well, at Bill I and remember, Hillary Clinton's wedding or something? I don't know. Some, well, uh, I just
1: remember those two people that uh, crashed one of Obama's things. Remember yeah. that that couple and and then and Joe Biden and all those guys. That that nice looking gal was uh, was blonde and and uh, all those guys. It looked like all those guys were hitting on her is what they were doing. But they were just enthralled. That's how they got through the door. She was just a nice looking gal, and this other, you know, and this was supposedly her husband that had money or something, and. Uh,
3: no, it, it, it's pretty sorted. I just wonder, there's it, a famous political story from a long time ago, the Profomo affair uh, in, in, in England, and, and she brought the stories brought down the British Parliament and the whole thing. Is this going to be uh, a, a game-breaker for a lot of these uh, powerful people here or abroad? And Prince Andrew has obviously been drastically hurt.
4: Well, the wheels of justice turn slowly, and I think that uh, she's probably just going to try and run out the clock on the election, and if Joe Biden wins, uh, the amount of attention that is shown this case by the Department of Justice under whoever replaces Bill Barr is going to be zero, and you know, she may do some time, and as Aaron suggested, in uh, some sort of country club <coughs> federal prison, just co- just a token amount of time. Uh, that's probably what she's banking on right now.
3: That, that makes sense. What do the rest of you think?
0: The amount of cynicism in this whole thing is probably at an all-time high. I mean, she's either going to, you know, stop fogging a mirror within days, or like, uh, <laughs> like you guys said, she's going to go to a country club uh, where she can walk out, or you know, we're we're just going to. But it is popcorn worthy.
3: It definitely is, Pa, and it is. And right now we need some popcorn-worthy stuff because a lot
1: of this oh. stuff I See, can't watch. you, this
3: stuff the, is, I uh, anymore. I, just, I, I can't watch every house be remodeled to be open. All right, let's do, let's. It's time for uh, 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 predictions and duds and studs. Who wants to go first?
1: Can I go first? Go sure. Back. Okay, my studs uh, is uh, an easy one. Charlie Daniels. Uh, you know the American patriot, and uh, and then I also have to give it to uh, Kaylee McEn- McEnany, too. She's just been doing great. The duds I have are um, are uh, the mayor of Chicago, Lightfoot, uh, New York Mayor Bill uh, De Blasio. Those are pretty easy fruit, but it's it's kind of like, well, hey, um, go ahead and and let somebody shoot your kid on the street. And then we'll also have a slow response because the police are so taken up with other things. Now, do you want the predictions now too, or what? Go for it. Okay. My prediction is to watch just what we were talking about, the Maxwell Epstein thing, but I'm telling you to watch it for a different reason. I think that as, as names come out, they will get out. There'll be names connected with it everything. It's going to dry up a lot of the money for the democratic party because what's going to happen is if the name is connected with it the me too boob it's going to come back and what's going to happen is they're going to say you're taking money from that guy and they're either going to have to give it back or they're not going to get it so watch watch for that
3: who's next
4: Uh, I'll jump in if you want to. We haven't talked about finances at all, so I'll talk about my predictions first and then moved on to my duds and studs. So the Dow closed today at 25,890 after a bad day. But um, if we look back just a little bit, like to April 30th, and that's when I was rebalancing my portfolio, it was at 24,385. And uh, that's a gain of 1,500 points And if you look at it, that's a 6% quarterly return and that equates to a 24% annual return. And so people who at the bottom of the COVID thing, if we could view it as that, who who, uh, rebalanced their portfolios did quite well. And I guess the coming out of That is, uh, in terms of my predictions for the future, those who doubt Trump will do so at the thickness of their wallets. That's what I wrote down. And uh, I'll move back to my uh, my earlier Dow predictions, which will be the Dow will be at 30,000 shortly before the inauguration or shortly after the inauguration. And then we're going to enjoy a period much like Ronald Reagan's second term. And by the completion of uh, Trump's second term, we're going to be at thirty-five thousand. So there's money to be made out there. And at the end of Trump's second term, this is a new prediction for me: we are going to um, we are we are going to see a profit rather than a deficit. And the breaking story, which I told you about earlier, is as I ran by Saint Petersburg's wharf today, I realized that in their new wharf project, which just completed, it took over a decade to complete they did one thing that was important to me they removed quietly the statue of Christopher Columbus on the St. Petersburg waterfront and I cannot find anything about it online but Christopher Columbus which has been a landmark there since I don't know when I think the Daughters of the Sons of Italy put it in this magnificent monument is gone from the new St. Petersburg Beer Project
3: wow
2: all right Jane um okay um well i think um my my duds of the week are going to be pretty easy the the statue removal people um that's that's uh, pretty low hanging fruit but also some of these sports um you know whether they be you know nascar and the things they say but primarily the nfl this idea that there's going to be some kind of a black national anthem um, you know, you're immediately saying that the regular national anthem, then apparently, is the what the white one, or the Asian one, or the Hispanic one, or I mean, why? You know, we talk about everybody being divisive, and they're like, oh my gosh, Donald Trump's always dividing people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they're the ones dividing everybody all the time, and stuff like this. Black national anthem is just a you know, so the NFL to me is is really, really something to be a dud. But I think uh, a stud of the week, you know, I'm going to go with Tucker Carlson. This guy takes a whole lot of heat, and there's a reason why his ratings are through the roof. I love the guy. I love listening to – hes we don't agree on everything, um, but he really cuts the, like a hot knife through butter uh, through a lot of issues, and I think he's he's educating a lot of folks. Um, in terms of my predictions, schools will open in the fall, and these numbers, as much as they try to hide them in these cities with these, these the new crime – They've let everybody out of prison because of COVID. Now, you know, wow, you know, we can't have, you know, murderers in prison. Weird when you go out, the recidivism rate is crazy. And you, you know, strangely keep robbing banks and hurting people. It's just, it's wacky. You know, Um, the the left is, we've uh, said before on the show, they they implode on themselves. These big cities, the crime is going through the roof. Everybody's leaving town. Nobody wants to go to, you know, why would you set up a business when they're going to burn it down? They are They. There's no way that they can be sustainable for their schools, for their colleges, the the, the money that they like, the businesses that they like, the governments that they like. Who is going to pay your taxes? Who is going to support any of these people? What police officers are going to guard a mayor that hates the police officers? You know, so um, there you go.
3: Ryan.
0: Well, my stud is closer to home. I am nominating Bill Courier, the Oregon Republican Party chairman. Um, I had a very long conversation with him after my uh, last go-around with Mark Anderson, and I wanted to find out what the purpose was for this recall Kate Brown petition was all about. The strategy is awesome. I want you and all the listeners to know Oregon is in very good hands with Bill Courier at the helm and here's why this recall is it's a little bit complex but here's the deal so it's going to be a special election in october not november 5th or whatever third because it'll avoid the uh anti-trump voters to show up they've got hundreds and hundreds of volunteers getting the signatures they're pretty sure they're going to get them um He disputed heavily what uh, Mark Anderson said about the lack of signatures the last time with data. Um, Not only that, here's the deal. Now, if we win, then Kate's gone. And um, Bev Clarno, who has signaled she doesn't want the job, but if she takes it temporarily, then Kim Thatcher becomes elected. She gets elected as secretary of state. And then she takes over as governor in January. That's wishful thinking, it's hopeful thinking, but it's uh, it could happen. Now plan. if if we lose, if we lose, then the um, she stays in power and or if Bev Clarno doesn't take it, then the secretary, uh, the, uh, the treasurer takes it. He's a Democrat. But then he cannot rerun, and a Republican automatically takes that seat. So another hopeful is that the Republicans have a statewide treasury seat and a statewide secretary of state seat. I hope I didn't glaze over it too many eyeballs, but it, it's a You, it's be-
3: a wonderful you believe in fight. miracles. You believe in miracles. I like that about you, Brian. I do.
0: I absolutely – I believe in fighting for miracles.
3: Yeah, and no, 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 that's what I love about you guys. It, it, it's really true. So, so get a prediction for us? That's the prediction? What's your dud? and stud?
0: Um, Well, my prediction is Trump wins. Uh, NFL crashes, NBA crashes, soccer crashes, and there's no civil war. Duds, um, all the mayors, the idiot mayors, and Governor <laughs> um, Brown. It's yeah, right there's, here. There's,
3: there's so many lists for duds right now. It's, it's, I'll tell you, one of my... My pick for uh, a stud of the week is is the political left. The one founding father that they have been lionizing in recent memory because he has been captured in the hit $800 a minimum ticket uh, Broadway musical Hamilton is mm-hmm. Alexander Hamilton. He's become their darling, the voice. They've got this hip-hop musical. It's the, the rage. Uh, it was even... Elevated when Mike Pence, right after he was elected Vice President of the United States, took his family to go see it. They stopped the performance and and started to boo him, the actors on the stage, and treat him uh, treat him badly. Now the left is turning on Hamilton, and they Disney has spent gazillions of dollars buying the rights to Hamilton. They were going to do it in a movie, but since nobody's going to movies, they put it on their broadcast to sell more. Uh, some people would buy subscriptions to the Disney Channel. <coughs> he was a slave trader. Uh-huh. So now the left yep. is demanding that Hamilton be pulled off the Disney Channel. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that, that's love my, it. My, the, the political left, they will eat their own. They will do, eventually, their lack of logic. And I got to ask you at the end because. It, it, if you were going to name the Washington Redskins, but let's face it, that bridge that has been crossed. They're not going to keep that name. Um, uh, uh, what would you call it?
0: The Washington Pigskins.
3: Like the, it.
4: Washington, the Washington Wussies.
3: Yeah, I like that one, too.
4: How about from Florida, the Washington Seminoles, which aren't even a real tribe of Indians. They were just what collected after Andrew Johnson conquered the natives here in Florida and turned it into a state. Uh, So, yeah, Washington Seminoles.
3: Washington Seminoles and and, uh, the whiskey sort of fits. I, I think, you know, Washington Black Lives Matter. Would be <laughs> would be be clever, and then somebody no, else. I heard no. this suggestion today. How about the Washington Lincolns, or the, hey, Was-
0: or the Washington. Washington? Oh yeah, there's a bunch of good ones like that. How about the Washington Trans Men? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I I think man is a negative connotation.
4: Yeah. It's,
3: it's, it's too limiting, oh, and it's, darn it. Yeah, you it, oh,
4: no. trans. Just leave it there. The Washington Trans. <laughs> The leading name <laughs> yeah.
3: is supposed to be the Washington Warriors. Well, aren't Warriors Indians?
4: Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Jane. Yeah. That's so <laughs> racist.
3: I know. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> I what the same about the Golden State Warriors. They have to change Whoa. their name. Then I thought of Indiana has to change yeah. their name, and I think Oregon should have to change its name. Yeah. It's it, it's just it's it's all it's very comp. I think everything should have to change. It
1: it, uh, it is in Washington D.C. Let's call it Washington disconnected.
3: Washington
4: Patriots.
3: Is that if Trump already was-
4: taken already taken by our native New England.
3: Yeah, well, that's right. We're gonna take riots. they we'll name them
4: riots. all Patriots. That'll
0: piss <laughs> them off.
3: <laughs> well. <laughs> It's been a good to have you all with us and, and uh, discussing the important issues of the day. Uh, these are things you will not hear on any other show, folks. So you want to listen to the conservative That's council. Right. And have a happy birthday, Aaron. Happy Thank birthday, Aaron. Aaron. I right, you dinner. old F. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know. We, we love you, so we won't sing to you. How sad is fair it? We're not. Fair <laughs> <enough>. Producer <laughs> Dave
0: told us we he had to sing. deserves it. He deserves it. <laughs> hey, we're praying for your new granddaughter,
2: son. Uh, yeah, well,
0: trans, we, don't know, trans. we
2: don't know yet.
0: Yeah,
1: we'll find out. <laughs> oh, just,
3: Bless just you do it all. right.
1: So you have twins. Bless
3: America. Let's hope we still have a country next week at this time. See you on Thursday night.
2: The Jane Carroll Show is live Mondays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern and available
3: anytime on your favorite apps and at At thejanecarrollshow.com.